I spot the cheap pops here on the air. Hi, Spots and Cheap Pops. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Silicon Sea Valley. I am with my man, Vladdy Dottie, and we are bringing you the very best in professional wrestling talk that has ever graced this internet that we love so much. And Vladdy Dottie, we're going to get right into it. Cody Rhodes has passed the baton to Cody. Cody Rhodes has passed the baton to The Rock. And the internet wrestling community community has completely lost their minds your initial take of Cody handing off his main event at WrestleMania 40 to The Rock to face his cousin and your tribal chief, the head of the table, with the bench of the cinch by his side. Paul Heyman, he takes on Roman Reigns. Your initial reaction, and are you nearly as upset as the internet seems to be with the most disliked video in WWE history. The biggest box office draw ever is going to main event your pay-per-view and they're pissed about it. I can say that I'm not pissed about it. Absolutely. Like it's, it's not like uh, I was devastated by the news, but I can say this, I'm kind of conflicted and this is coming from me who for how long has been saying, Hey, they got to do rock versus Roman. Right. Since we like, started this program. Since we right? started this YouTube like channel, you've been saying it. And, and you know what? Yeah. Like what do I now have? I actually have rock versus Roman. And what I'm, I'm kind of conflicted about because I remember how you and I interacted la- the day after WrestleMania last year, after Cody lost. And I remember having the feeling like, man, you know, I'm going to let this breathe a little bit. And I didn't want to be too reactionary to it. And I kind of forget how you reacted to it. But looking back at it, I I kind of felt like Cody should have already won. He didn't. We've added this year-long chapter. And now we have him right there winning the Royal Rumble. Like, that's what sort of bothers me about this. Why have him win the Royal Rumble then? That's where it's like it really sort of deflates that moment. And he gets there, and it's like uh, when he announces to Roman, and amazing seeing the pop for Cody. He is like really, if you wanted to like get a blueprint for like a comedy baby face, like almost God, it's Cody at this point. Like it's 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 people are buying tickets to see him. You know, and that's probably the biggest compliment you can give one of these guys. And um, so that's where I'm like a little bit like, I'm not sure how I totally feel about it. Um, the heat that Rock is seeing online, at, and, and it's amazing to see this like sort of building. And it makes me wonder if they're going to reconsider or add a stipulation or something to this reaction. So, yeah, overall, that's sort of what I'm feeling with this whole thing. And I hear I wanted to see Rock Roman. But my point, like, is that I don't think it necessarily has to have the uh, the title that Roman has involved. I wanted it just to be, like, the head of the table. And I'm thinking maybe Cody should have already won the thing now. That's the other part of it. But, you know what, I try to entrust things and storylines in the triple H it's a longer game, I guess, but the Royal rumble thing bothers me, but that's where I'm coming from with this at this point. That's my thoughts on it. Well, I think you make some great points and there is conflicting emotions that could be, but this is how my take on it. First of all, what, does that say for Cody Rhodes and who Cody Rhodes is as your baby face and as the future face of this company, if he's not already that the biggest box office draw a guy who universally gets cheered in every building he goes into, except unless he's raising Roman Reigns hand at a, at a, at a, at a Royal rumble back in 2015 guy gets cheered everywhere he goes and he's taking heat. That's how entrenched and emotionally invested people are in this Cody Rhodes story. The WWE couldn't be happier. Yeah, the reaction is toxic and weird. Definitely an overreaction, not knowing all the things, and we're going to get that in a second. 
But what a thing that WWE has, a guy prime to the point where he's he's his popularity is overshadowing The Rock. That is something that WWE is salivating over. And, and by the way, Cody's doing it house shows. Every single weekend, you see Cody making someone's life. Just did it with a, with a legally blind gentleman at a house show last night. I'm legally blind, but I came here to see Cody. Cody picked him out of the audience at the end of the night and said, we can do better than that. He came up and gave him a hug. And Cody does that on a weekly basis on the road. So he's not just be putting it out there on the on TV. He's not just doing it in front of the cameras. He's doing it each and every single loop, each and every single time he steps to that ring. He has been a constant guy, and he's earned it. He's earned it. You can argue, and even the natural Dustin Rhodes, his natural. brother, the natural Dustin Rhodes, his brother, even said, Cody really didn't earn it last year, so it's not a big deal. How I really acted last year, I said this. I said this is a big mistake unless – you can get Cody even more popular than he is now. I didn't think they could. Well, I was wrong. Cody is so popular. People are saying F the rock. That's something that WWE needs to be very happy about. Now, in terms of the reaction, we have to listen to the words Cody was saying. Not one person is bringing this up or not many. Roman, I'm coming for that title. Roman. I'm taking not just that title. The story is taking everything from you. His family, his title, his dignity, everything he's taking. The question is, how do you do that and give Cody this great magical moment where the beginning of the new era, where Cody Rhodes has the face, puts himself, puts his flag down with the American nightmare symbol waving for everyone to see. How do you do that at WrestleMania 40 if The Rock is headlining your show and your gate? You got to get somehow get Cody at the end of the night beating Roman Reigns for that title. You're going to have to get creative. You're, you can do anything. Is there some way you can get the money in the bank briefcase to Cody? And I know this is a far-fetched idea, but you mentioned it today in a text. Triple H backed himself in a corner. I don't think this is going to be a cookie-cutter situation. I think Cody Rhodes and The Rock and what they're doing with Roman, it's all intertwined. And you made up a good point. I'm going to see what Cody says tomorrow night on Raw. I'm going to see what The Rock and Trip and, and, and Roman has to say on Thursday night at their big launch in Las Vegas brought to you by Pizza Hut. <laughs> and I'm going to see what they what what how this transpires. I think this is something massive brewing that we don't even understand, and everyone's reacting. I guess it's the worst thing that ever happened. Poor Cody. Cody's going to be the face of this company, folks. You see it like it's you saw it like you saw Shawn Michaels in two, in WrestleMania 12, Bret Hart WrestleMania 10, Stone Cold WrestleMania 14. You see it coming. He's going to be the one gifted the keys to the kingdom. Cody is getting it within the next six months, whether it's at WrestleMania or at SummerSlam. But how I would do it, you put the box office, rock Roman at the very top, but somehow you get Cody beating Roman for that title. There's a couple ways you could do it. Maybe this whole thing was a ploy with the rock saying, okay, well, this is what we did. Because you gave me this main event, we have to make it up to you. So we're giving you a money in the bank. We're giving you essentially a money in the bank contract. Now you're saying, well, everyone's going to know Cody's coming out. Not if you have him get jumped earlier in the night and it looks like he's taken off in an ambulance. Then it would Brian Danielson work beautifully in WrestleMania 30, even though we all know that was going to happen. There's a lot of ways that you can do it. Hell, the... That, what did they do at WrestleMania 9, which is one of the classic worst finishes, because what was it? It was the old regime or the old guy taking the spotlight from the young guy. Here, you can do the opposite. And that's how you have the biggest WrestleMania ever. Cody finishes his story. You get your Roman Rock main event. And you make it work somehow. You got to get Cody walking out of the title at the end of Sunday night, even if Rock and Roman are headlining. I'm not sure how you do it, but that's how you do it. And people might be saying, I'm smoking a lot of weed. In fact, you said that. I'll take what you're smoking. 
It can be done. I do not think for one second we're getting a cookie cutter, bang, 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 and that's all we're doing. And we're going to go off of WrestleMania 40 with Roman holding the title high after beating The Rock. That is not how WrestleMania 40 is going to end. I guarantee that. And that's what I think a lot of people are fearful of. Because no one thinks Roman's losing to The Rock. So that's how I feel. I think everyone's overreacting. Let's see this play out. We're a bunch of assholes in the movie theater yelling at the screen, not knowing jack shit. I'm pretty sure Paul Heyman's involved. Roman Reigns is involved. Cody Rhodes is involved. Triple H is involved. The Rock is involved. You're talking about some of the biggest stars and greatest minds in the history of this business. I think they know a lot better than a bunch of negative, toxic jerk-offs on the internet. (laughs) I got to tell you, man, if I was a gambling man, I'd be more apt to betting that Cody's going to be on Saturday night. And that's it. I hope, well, he may be. That doesn't mean he's not walking out the title. That's what I'm saying. He's going to be booked. He's going to have a match. You still got to get him walking out of that night with the title somehow. But he's not sending your money in the bank. How do you get it to him? You got to get creative. It's happened before. <laughs> what happened with What happened with Otis? He had a crazy old man in that office building doing the most awful things ever during the pandemic. And he's like, oh, this was going to win. Ha ha. It's not very smart. Remember who booked that? Yeah. That was some idea. Put it on the Miz. I don't know. I mean, I think you have Rock who just is now on the board. And also, it's blood as we've discussed and what they mentioned Co- like the, the feeling with Cody shaking his hand I just felt like he's not going to be involved in this that's it I, I don't like I, I am fearful for you too like you you're hitting the nail on the head like like I I just and this is already like now I'm thinking because you know I mentioned last year's and make a great point about his popularity jumping he's really built his brand I mean He's, he's starting to be a god amongst men in terms of being a baby face at this point. And, they, and you know, it's it's a, it's an embarrassment of wealth, too. I mean, you look at him and Ellie Knight, and just it's great that you could have such popular guys. But, again, with The Rock getting involved here and Cody seemingly to step aside, I think we're getting Rock Roman straight away. Like I said, I think this would be his, his uh, thousandth victory, Roman's. And you know, as a, 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 you know, in terms of his career with WWE, <sighs> oh, he's—I de- mean, he's beating the Rock. Roman is definitely yeah. beating the Rock, but right. that doesn't mean he's walking out the title. But again, I don't Triple know. H. If it happens, mark this. But otherwise, man, I don't—I don't know how he's going to be able to do it. There's got to be a reason why Cody did it. And Cody is going to have a good reason. He's going to cut a promo and make it make it all make sense tomorrow night. But he said specifically, I'm coming after that title. I'm coming to take everything from you. Now, what about this? What if Cody says, what if Cody tries to interject himself as being like the like the third person in a triple threat match with, with Roman and uh, The Rock? They might go that way now. If they weren't planning something really cool like I'm talking about, they might have to do that now. If they were just planning on, like you're saying, where Roman beats Rock and that's how we go off, that's how we go home yeah. on WrestleMania 40, then I think maybe this reaction is something we're going to have to see. But the thing is, it's Cody, it's no doubt Cody's gotten even more popular over the last two days. And it's got to oh. be overwhelming for him where he's literally looking at this movement called, I forget what the, the hashtag thing is, but he's literally being we cheered on. Yeah, it's got to be overwhelming. And you had, uh, and actually, even Logan Paul came out and put out "We Want Cody," and look how many followers he has. Like, in, in terms of social media, his, his followers don't even know who Cody is. He's like, "Who's Cody?" Yeah. And then they start. I mean, that probably boosted things for Cody as well. But yeah, it, it's just like I feel, and I even you know I feel bad for Cody with this too. It's I, I don't know how Rock. Is not going to get booed, even if it's just Roman and Rock. I think I think Rock has had it to be sort of booed in this. It's almost like when he went against Hogan. I don't think it's as 
much of an overreaction as we'll see. Again, Cody Rhodes is going to cut a promo tonight. When this airs, it's going to be tonight. And he's going to straighten, he's going to cool everybody out. And he's going to make why he did what he did, and he's going to explain to it, and it's going to have to make sense. I am confident it's going to make sense. It's going to chill some people out. People are still going to bitch. People are going to cry. They're still going to drop the same meme with Cody Rhodes' face on CM Punk when he cut the pipe bomb about how Dwayne's the main event, which have been which has been happening literally since the rumor started that that The Rock was going to be there. Yeah. So they had a plan in mind. I think we're about to see it. Let's let it breathe and chill out, everybody. Like let let's let can we hear the reasons Cody did what he did before we yell and how how pissed off Cody, we are? Cody's going to actually have to get out there and walk people off the ledge. That's exactly what he's going to do. One hundred percent. That's exactly what's going to happen tomorrow night or tonight. We're not recording this on Sunday night. <laughs> That's exactly what he's going to have to do, and he can do yeah. it. He's one of the best promos yeah. in the business. You can argue he is the best. But when he says, uh, what do you want to talk about? What do you think he's going to actually want to talk about? Well, Vladi, we actually have Cody Rhodes joining us right now. The American Nightmare. And we're going to talk about this. He's being oh, all man. sly. What do you want to talk about? How many people are trying to understand? Why did I give the moment of finishing my story? Finishing my story and beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Why would I give up this opportunity, give up this spot of redemption, give up this spot of history, give up this spot of greatness, something that my father never did? And why would I do this? Well, I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Quite simple. I'm still the face of the company. And AEW can't get more than 2,000 people in an arena. Jerk off. (laughs) Who's laughing now, pussies? I'm just kidding. They're my boys. I love AEW. They're amazing. Do you have any questions for me, Vladi? Um, I'm the yeah, American Nightmare like, Cody Rhodes. What, I got to ask, you know, there was a bit of a moment between you and The Rock in the ring there. As uh, I'm sorry, with you, there was a moment between you and The Rock as the Roman was watching, and he sort of pulled you in, and can you share with with our audience what did The Rock say to you? You know, you make a great question there. What did The Rock say? I told people I needed counsel. I needed guidance. I needed a spot to understand my place in history. And I told The What was the question? Never mind. Was... The fact is The Rock and I have an understanding. I'm going to get my cookies and eat them too. I don't even think that's a saying. It's a saying now. That. I'm the American nightmare. I can do what I want. I'm the next face of the company, dummy. I'm Amer- I'm more American pie than Cena and Hogan ever was. And I have a dog. People love me. Yeah, you saw the dog, right? I was like, he was going for the dog lovers. It's funny. I remember my last promo in AEW and they're telling me to shut the fuck up and bully me. <laughs> yeah. Pretty smart move, Cherkov. <laughs> I didn't turn heel you. You ran me out of the company, and now look at you. What, Brian Danielson? Who was he wrestling this week? Who the fuck was that? Ken <laughs> Gennaro? Who the, who's that? I love my Lucha Libre friends. I love them. <laughs> I was once a champion down in Mexico. Lucha Libre. Libre. I remember facing Ray Phoenix. He's great. Hey, when you're in Mexico, Cody, what's your favorite thing to put on uh, corn chips? Salsa. Me and Brandy love salsa. We also <laughs> like the salsa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there you go, man. You can do a, uh, a Cody commercial for salsa. Uh, it's also like uh, tip and salsa dancing. So... I think everyone needs to relax. I'm going to explain everything tonight. Everything will be just a okay. I'm we're finishing my story, but it's going to be WrestleMania 52. 12 years from now, I'm finishing the story. Is he waiting for Dustin? Like, what is going on? Come on. Let's finish this thing. 
Oh, he's finishing it. It's over. Thanks, Cody. Nice to have you on the show again. <laughs> Hopefully we got some good content out of that. Um, I, I, I don't think, Cody, let me tell you something. I, I Again, I'm very, very confident we're going to see something massive happen here in this situation. So I'm going to let wait and see what happened. I want everyone to chill out. At least let it breathe a little bit. Let it play out. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's amazing the amount of like uh, interactions that are going on on social social media just on this whole topic. Everybody's got a fucking opinion about this thing. Yeah, it's amazing. I think it's been again I, the IWC and even Ricochet had pointed out how toxic it is, how toxic people are being because they don't like something and they don't even know what's really happening, and people are just letting loose and saying ridiculous things. Yeah. And I think, again, it just shows how we need to be better on the Internet, especially wrestling fans. You got I mean, I there, there's two ve- um, venues where I kind of talk about I talk. I used to talk about politics. I kind of chilled out with that. But between politics and wrestling, I have seen the most vile, disgusting behavior with people on the Internet, including myself, by the way. And the Internet wrestling community is second to none in toxicity and stupidity, period. We lose some if we and, and and I'm not talking about everyone. I'm not even talking about most of them. Eighty percent of them have a brain in their head. Twenty percent of you who are the loudest, you're the fucking worst. You really are. If you're a tribalist or one of these, uh, you know, one of these people who think everything's a work. Bruiser Brody's Bruiser Brody's death was a work, bro. He's coming back to face Roman at forty-one. You know, there's those people. There's always those people in like the comment crowd that they're the first one that wants to say it's a work. Like people are saying, there's a lot of people saying Punk's injury is a work. Are you? Why would they keep him off TV on the build to WrestleMania? Just because? Oh. To surprise everybody? <laughs> I mean, how stupid do you? How dumb can you be? And ironically, we did a. There was a poll. We did a poll on Facebook, and ironically. 30% of people who think CM Punk's injury is a work are flat earthers as well. 30%. Wow. You're in, and if you're seven of the 10, just so you know whose side you're on. All right. <laughs> Conversely, 3% think it's real and are flat earthers. So just letting everybody know, just give you a, a see the forest from the trees. Okay. Every, everything's a work guy. You know, the same people that thought the backstage fights. Some guy just the other day, Vladdy, after CM Punk shows up on WWE television, is still saying that the brawl out and the brawl in were works. And they didn't really happen. And there was and it was just all a work. Oh CM Punk smiling at the Survivor Series. Nope, was a work. <laughs> it's, Triple H is in on it. It's nauseating how stupid that is. It's nauseating. Wow. How can people be so dumb? It's a joke. Sorry. I have no time for people like that because you're just pleading. You're just willfully ignorant. You don't want to learn anything and you want to get your opinion out. And, oh, there's a lot of that hating on this thing with The Rock. A lot of the same people. And a lot of them are AEW fans laughing at the situation. Don't forget that, too. AEW fans are doing everything they can to throw shade at WWE. Everything they can. Because their product is garbage, which is a great segue, Vladi. <laughs> We're going to switch gears and talk about uh, the indie blowjob shows on Turner Network. <laughs> and It feels like it. I am waiting, and I want someone to answer me this. Look at these rankings, Vladi Daddy. This is the top five rankings in, in the tag team division. FTR didn't scratch the top five. There are teams on there that I don't even know if they've tagged team more than two or three times. Private Party's been there for three weeks. Yep. The greatest tag team in the world, or at least one of them, is universally FTR. Dax came out and said that this week, by the way. They're not in the top five. That's okay. Well, I guess we'll do a, a triples with Daniel Garcia on the back burner. But the fact you don't have FTR involved in your tag team division or the acclaim in your tag team division, your two best popular most popular and best tag teams you don't have them in your tag team division how fucking dumb how irresponsibly stupid is that the young bucks aren't even really the, oh they are in the tag division they're getting a title shot 
when they oh. haven't had a freaking tag team match in two years. They're getting a title match at Revolution with Sting and Darby Allen after they win this sun this this Wednesday. And the big title reign by Ricky Starks and Big Bill, a big fat zero. Nothing. Bullshit win on FTR. It wasn't even that great of a it was a fucking squash match. FTR never got their sh- it, it it's just nonsensical. That's just part of it. Now I'm watching Ramp Dynamite. I'm watching Collision. They literally are having enhancement matches with indie. Indie guys I don't know or recently signed people or people from Mexico I don't really know about. And I'm supposed to care? And they're all really great matches. Every one of your big stars are having these great matches with these indie blowjobs no one ever heard of before. Okay? I don't want to sound like Skip Bayless. That's what's happening. And none of these matches have consequences. <laughs> none of them. I don't want to say none of them. What about Thriver and Hangman this week? A majority of them... You can fast forward. Well, don't you like to see good pro wrestling? New Japan has great pro wrestling. WWE has great pro wrestling. Whether you want to admit it or not, I don't give a shit. (laughs) DNA has great pro wrestling. MLW has great pro wrestling. Great pro wrestling isn't the premium that you think it is on AEW. It's not. Especially when you have at least one of the indie blowjobs that have been in the business for five years or less botching on a weekly basis on national television. Your wrestling isn't that great top to bottom. Yes, can Brian Danielson and Okada or Brian Danielson and Will Ospreay when he comes in or whoever else, can they have these amazing matches that you can't see in WWE? Yes. But they also have a bunch of jabrones who shouldn't be on national television, who's not ready for national television. And more, more importantly, doesn't get people to watch and certainly doesn't get them to pay the ticket to get in the building. And it, eventually you need people to like your shit, except for these indie blowjob people, AEW sycophants, that think everything's going to be okay if we just stick to what we like. Well, you guys better rally the troops and get some asses in those seats. And you better start watching a lot more than you're watching now. You better get all your friends and your cousins and your relatives to start helping out Tony Khan. Or not, you're catching AEW television on YouTube next year. You better start showing up. If you want this creative, this bullshit, horrible creative direction that they started as soon as MJF left, if you think that's going to get you more fans, no. This is a disaster. It's a disaster. And I'm tired of pretending that, oh, it's great because we're seeing more pro wrestling. You need to care about why people are fighting. Not just showing up and having a great match. You need to care. And you don't get that. Tony Khan, either he's running away from his responsibility of telling actual stories, or he just thinks this is actually great. Either way, we used to kill Vince for doing what he thought was right and not giving the fans what they want. Well, you know what, Tony? You're doing the same goddamn thing. I don't know who's got the pencil. I don't know who's calling the shots. But whoever it is, this new direction is going to bury your company. Because I'll tell you what. For the first time ever, I didn't make it a priority to watch AEW. And I know, just me, huh? It's not just me. We're the fans that want you to succeed. We're the ones that want you to do well. We're the ones that want you to continue to be a viable option for people. But we also are the ones that'll turn the channel because we're not loyal to you. We're loyal to our time. We're loyal to ourselves. We're loyal to our entertainment value. You're in the service industry. You stop entertaining me, I stop giving you my time and energy. And that's where we're getting with AEW. And that's the fucking bottom line. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. Um, It's gotten to the point where I don't even really consider checking in with Collision. I haven't checked in with Rampage for probably over a year. It's on the DVR. That way, if something does happen, I can at least go reference it. But otherwise, it just auto-deletes itself, and it's not really even part of my life. So, And as I was watching Dynamite this week... There was a lot of like moments where I'm like, man, this is not good. Um, was not a good dynamite, in my my opinion. So. No, it's terrible dynamite. It's, it hasn't. They haven't had a good. They haven't had a good show since the new year. Yeah, there hasn't been a strong episode since the new year. Now, by the way, some some shining examples that are killing it. You have Swerve, absolute killing. Had a great promo this past week. I think they're doing a double term completely this Wednesday coming up. The way they're setting up, just the interaction with Prince Nana, 
Tony Storm continues to be one of the funniest and most entertaining things I've ever seen in my life in terms of women's wrestling, in terms of wrestling, period. I'm somewhat interested. That's about it. All right, man. I got to ask you a question. Thanks for playing. I, I, here's the question like of questions for you. There's no bigger Jay White fan that I know. What is your opinion about what's going on with the Bang Bang Scissor Gang? I think it's a waste of talent on all sides. I think it's a – we'll see where it goes. They just started it, and there's some really talented people involved, so I, we'll see what happens. I think you're eventually just going to see Bullet Club Gold turn on the acclaim with Billy Gunn siding with Bullet Club Gold. Um, hopefully they unite the, the, the two tri- – why do we need have two trios titles – being defended on TV every other week. Yeah. Just stupid. Just dumb. And, Fucking and then, dumb. And then I also noticed that in the rankings that you sent me for the trios, yeah, the champions being uh uh what you call it, the acclaimed with Billy Gunn. And then the number one contender was the Bull Club Gold. So then yeah. I'm thinking if that if these rankings are actually true and should be like noted why would they go and align themselves when they can go and like win the AEW trios titles? Yeah. Is that just common sense or it's stupid, dude? It is stupid. Yeah. It is dumb. Maybe he's trying to unite the th- the two trios titles. Maybe that's where the end of the road is here, which is which it might be pretty cool if that's the case. But um, Jay White needs to be at the top of one of your divisions. The uh, the the fact that you're back and even the the guns as well. They're a great tag team. They're not even. Ra- I think they might be ranked as, as as a tag team, but I'm not sure. But you gotta put. It's called putting your aces in your their places. Put your top of the put your stars top of the hour. Put your star and your big stars closing your show, opening your show, closing your shows top of the hour. Aces in their places. Put the top people there. You build your mid- middle card around that. Then what you gotta do is have your tag team division be filled with your best tag teams, not the ones you want to be good in two or three or four years when they've been in the business for five or six or seven or eight years. All these people in their lo- early to mid-20s are on TV cutting their teeth. That's not what national television is for, cutting your teeth. I love seeing young talent. It's great. But they botch a lot. They botch a real lot. Sorry, they do. And it's embarrassing at this point. So back to your point, I think it's wasting talent. Jay White, the guns, and the acclaimed should not be in trios matches and should not be trying to build a division that no one's ever going to really give a shit about focus on your actual divisions you have already make your tag team division the best in the world again make your women's division passable make your heavyweight championship division viable where there's actual serious contenders for Samoa Joe like do do better with what you have is this adding things because you can't figure out an end game for anything it's lazy it's uncreative and it's stupid. That's Tony Khan right now. That's what it, it's a joke. It's a it's a disaster. Since MJF left, it's been an, an unmitigated disaster, and they're gonna draw unopposed. They're gonna draw under seven hundred thousand sooner than later on Wednesday nights. It's gonna happen soon. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Because it's not provocative and entertaining television. Period. I can go on YouTube and watch great matches all day. Give me stories that I care about and characters and people I care about and wrestlers I care about. That's because they have a certain style in the ring. So that's that's where I'm at with that. I'm pissed yeah, off. No, really, I'm pissed off. Yeah, you know what? This is probably the most critical I've ever seen you of AEW. And it's, uh, it's, it's definitely... I'm totally fine with it, man, and rightfully so. I haven't been this critical of a product since Vince's WWE creative because yeah. it is just as bad. Newsflash. The only difference is Tony Khan's not taking shits on people's faces. <laughs> Yet. Um, By the way, we have a, t- a tweet from Tony Khan. <laughs> Do we? Oh, yeah. We got a big tweet from Tony Khan. I may not be the best booker, but at least I never shit on someone's face while some one of my friends were banging a girl. Check out Hangman and Swerve this Wednesday on Dynamite. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. Hashtag NDA. Hashtag Beard for My Life. 
Great job, Tony. I got to give Tony credit, though. He didn't respond to the silly and stupid comment that Triple H made about the Forbidden Door, which I thought was great. You know, he was steamed, though, and he would be like, you know what I could say right now, you bald asshole, that your father-in-law. And everyone's killing Triple H because he didn't come out and say, well, yeah, I, I mean, I knew Vince was taking shits on girls and manipulating them and using his power to bang a bunch of girls. I knew that. I just didn't think it was my place to say anything. Next question. Like, he, <laughs> he, he dodged the question. What do you want him to do? Yeah. It's not his job to talk to you about that. It's a legal situation right now. Even if he wanted to tell you, he couldn't legally. Right. Everyone's killing Triple H. Jesus Christ. Kill everybody. A lot of people turned a blind eye. To say they knew about it is irresponsible and not true. You think they all were like, hey, you hear Vince shit on this girl's face? That guy's crazy, man. Someone should really speak up about that. They all turned a blind eye. They might have suspected something, but they all turned a blind eye because of Vince's power. He ruined lives. Yeah. He's ruined lives for people even thought about talking, speaking of. So I know we don't want to get into it too much because, again, we don't want to just add to the noise. Yeah. But, you know, Tony Khan never shit on, on someone's face, I don't think. Is the bottom line. Still books like a moron, though. Well, we got anything else today, Vladi? Um, right now, no, I do not. All right. Well, this was a great episode. It was exciting. Only had two, only two topics. But we want to thank everybody who's just joined up on Spotify and been listening to us. We want to thank all our new friends on Facebook. We've had a lot of great interactions uh, in our group page. Hi, Spots and Cheap Pops uh, Pro Wrestling fan page. Also, follow me on the Twitter. Oh, it's called X, right? X. Uh, X. It's funny. That's what a lot of the names were X'd out in that lawsuit that Vince is in. <laughs> you can follow me on, on Twitter. Hi, Popper. Oh. And apparently, high popper, you can get high on a thing called poppers, Lottie Dottie. This is not <laughs> anything to do with getting high on poppers. Yeah, have you been getting some weird messages? A guy by the name of VK McMahon, 69, <laughs> he's asking me if, he can get, if I can get him some poppers. I don't know. He said he's been stressed out a lot lately and needs to get high on poppers. And then go... And then, talk, and then he and his boy Johnny Johnny Ace are gonna run amok at the Green Door in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It's that's that's a funny thing, man. Like that whole like the fact, like I, you know what? When I, you read it a few times, it's like you know what? That could sort of like maybe mislead people to what that might be about. And now that you're bringing it up, that's funny. Oh yeah, I thought about that, but it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Green Door, by the way, Vladdy has uh, glory holes in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. What's the green door? The green door is a uh, an arcade where some people like to go into stalls and there's things you put things in and you know how that goes. We're not going to get graphic here in High Spots and Cheap House because we already had an explicit video about Vince McMahon. You can check it out right there. And that's kind of it. But yeah, uh, I never been to the green door, by the way, Vladi, if, if you're if you're wondering that in the back of your head, I just know about it. Whatever. I don't have to judge myself. I don't need any judgment from you. But anyway, hit the subscribe button if you're checking us out on YouTube. Vladi, you want you want to plug anything? Want to plug any? I don't know, man. But is the uh, is the Green Door paying any sort of advertising that we should know about, or should know about now? Or it's not. I don't know if it's called the Green Door. I think it might be called. I think it's called Cupid's at the Green Door, or the Green Door at Cupid's. Well, I don't know, man. They're on the hook for some cash this week. <laughs> Unless you're getting free merch. I get free passes into the arcade where I can just, you know, whatever. You know, we don't want this show, this show going off the rails. I've never been to the place. I just know of it. Subscribe button on YouTube. I want to thank all the new subscribers, Lottie Dottie. He and I are, we're excited to have all of you join us. We want to really start getting the movement. We want to interact with you too. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on any kind of social media. Be nice. Be nice, because I'm not nice if you're not nice. And I'm not nice when I'm not nice. Vladi's a lot classier than me, I will say, when it comes to that. I'll just just ignore you. (laughs) You ignored me earlier in the week. You were very mean to me about the CM Punk stuff earlier in the week. You were very mean to me. 
Oh, please. You are so mean to me. But it's okay. I get you. You you were you were sad and upset. I was upset too. I'm mad at him. I'm mad at Punk. Ruined another pay per view, just like he did in AEW. You think about him a lot. I saw a couple. Matt, I saw a couple clips with him and Dominic in those house shows. He had like two horrible botches. He better come back strong, kid. Time to do that work, and I lo- and I think he's going to do it. He's got, he's a prideful man. I think he's going to come back in the best shape of his career, and I think he's going to bust his ass, and he's going to prove everybody like me wrong. Us fat neck beard assholes. I mean, it's fifty fifty anyway. We'll see, but we'll get him next year. Everything's going to be everything's going to be all gravy. He needs to turn heel though when he comes back. What do you think about that, Vladdy? I don't think about CM Punk. Maybe I don't know what the percentage would be compared to you, but it's getting to the point where it's a bit fanatical. Are you dodging the question? I was just trying to make content. No, ask you a question. But you you preface this question saying I said mean things, and all I say is, and, and allow me to say this much to you, I a lot of what you come at with me, like with the CM Punk thing, it just like raw aggression. And I'm not even like, have I ever even said that I'm a fan of his to the point where he's like my number one guy? Like, you talk to me about him as if, like, I've put this guy on a pedestal and he's my, like, favorite all-time guy. Like, he got injured. I think it's shitty. Life goes on. That's sort of my attitude about it. Yeah. Well, it's going to have to be. I'm with you. Great. Yeah. And, I, and I'm cool with that. So, so therefore, I don't understand where it's like, oh, he's got to have to prove something. Ah, he's well, he, to, well, if he, he wants to get that, he's got to have to prove it. If he wants that WrestleMania main event, he's going to have to have earn it. I'm not have... thinking about him. But now I am thinking about him. CM Punk, you're going to have to work hard and no botches. So, God forbid. Yeah, I, I, God forbid a top dude. guy has, has that. God forbid a main event at WrestleMania actually has 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 the ability to perform in the ring. God forbid. God forbid. Okay. Well, you know what? I knew I should have brought up CM Punk. I knew it. You're very mean to me. Hurt my feelings. And I'll I'll put it this way, too. It's like I've not had the best week at work, the best week at home. And often I look at our conversations as escapes to like I'm be like, oh, hey, CM Punk and you're just it is nothing but salt and vinegar. And I'm like, oh, my God, man, like just enough with CM Punk and your weird obsession about him and how he needs to like, I don't know, live vicariously through your thoughts. It's so fucking weird. I don't think it was that at all. I just think I continue to be the guy who calls it right down the middle with CM Punk. I continue to be the voice of reason. You know why I know that? Because people on both sides think I'm an asshole. So you know you're doing something right. Well, yeah, you're definitely reaching for that brass ring. Well, either way, I'm glad we got it on the table, and I'm sorry. And I and I did not know about the you know whatever's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I edit. I'll probably edit that. Yeah, I'm like, I just can't even catch a break. I'm like, usually I look at these texts like to like laugh and, you know, just to fucking enjoy something. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't even give a shit that he's injured at this point. So it happens. I mean, did, did Tony Khan think that Adam Cole was going to like roll his ankle just jumping off of like a ramp? Yeah, shit, it happens. You're right. And I'll Brian tell you Danielson. what, Adam Cole's, many- Adam Cole's injury prone too. Yeah, Brian Danielson, like orbital like shoulders. Is, like, that is such bullshit. Danielson missed a couple pay-per-views, but overall, Danielson has wrestled a ton, and he's put a very nice resume of matches in his time there. And he's been healthy for a while. Even when he got his eye socket knocked out, he was back in like three weeks. So Danielson I'm, I'm is not, not in the I, Danielson is not the I'm same not, level of Cole. I'm not taking. Bob. I'm not taking his how many matches he he wrestled hurt, but the fact is, is he still got hurt. Injuries happen, man. That's all I'm saying. It shouldn't happen. Well, yeah. I mean, you're right. But like, but the thing was, I, like I said in a video, if you sign a big-time free agent on your baseball team and he 
blew his arm out his first week, blew his arm out after like two starts, three starts. So you signed a big time uh, starting pitcher or a cornerback or, or, or whatever the case may be. Big time guy, Aaron Rodgers blows his knee out within the first couple of plays. Say Aaron Rodgers comes back next year and two games in, he blows the other knee out. You don't think people are going to take, get, he's, he's going to get heat for not staying on the field? Say, and then he comes back two weeks. It's, it's not as big of an injury. He only misses two months, misses eight games. Comes back, he plays three more games, well, and then he throws his shoulder out and he's out for the season. That's essentially what we've seen with CM Punk. I'm just saying, he's, you know, don't skip tricep day, bro. Yeah, and then McIntyre's building off it beautifully, so it. I can He's, appreciate that. You know, beautiful. Because apparently they're actually buddies outside the ring. There's not a lot I of real see heat it. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And you know what? It's like this is good work for for all of them. You know, like, and you know what? No matter what you think about CM Punk, he gets out there with a microphone. He's telling me a story, man. Like, dude, like, and it's he was brilliant last Monday. He was his promo yeah. was. If I yeah. didn't hate his guts, I would have felt bad for him. Like, dude, and they or or weirdly obsessed over him, but it's a thing that he basically did a great segment. Let you know, basically lobbed the softball to Drew to continue to build heat. Dude, he's even like, um, let's see, he's looking to um, rename the Shockwave to like um, fuck with Punk further. He's having a contest. I had to see that. Drew McIntyre has been winning the internet for several weeks anyway, and he's so winning yeah, my heart, yeah. more importantly. And 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 you know what? He is a great part of the programming right now, man. Like, you know what, man? Like, he can go into WrestleMania night one. He could definitely win and have his moment, too. Like, and, and you know what? When it comes to McIntyre, here's the great thing about him. It's not any bullshit. I would say one of my favorite matches last year was – him, Walter, and Seamus. You, you want to see, like, uh, pretty much almost the like gladiator times on a WrestleMania stage? Go watch that Go watch that match. Yeah. It's brilliant. And McIntyre was a big part of that. So his resume and what he's doing, like, this is great. And, like, the heel work that he's doing, it shows another great side of him, man. He's really impressive. And, again, he's one of those heels that, like, CM Punk was when he's a heel. You see where he's coming from. You understand that. Okay, I, I got. I've been. I have always been the kind of guy that likes the the heels anyway. But when a heel makes sense, I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's right. You know, like when Sid Justice got screwed out of uh, the Hulk Hogan, Hogan pulled his arm down. Sid Justice was right to be mad at Hogan. Every man for himself, he dumps Hogan out, and Hogan, a little bitch, pulls him out, and, and Flair wins. That Justice would have tossed Flair out easily. Hogan yeah. screwed someone again. Anyway, <laughs> no, I love Drew McIntyre. I think it's some great stuff. And do you, do you think he takes on Rollins night one, or what? What do you think? He no, does? no. He, I mean, we we saw that a few times already. I I'm hoping that it's good. There still, I really am. I really am. Um, but it's not a big big fight. I don't know if that would draw yeah. for night one. I think you need something. That that's the thing. It's just. <sighs> You need you need you need somebody who's gonna be able to draw on your first night, or they go an opposite way and they put Rhea Ripley on top. Yeah, if they build up with her and Becky, so there's a couple ways they could go about it. Luckily, they have a real deep roster and a lot of interesting uh, performers. So and and people that have been busting their asses, and so I think it's gonna be a great WrestleMania anyway. Despite the fact Brock, we're not getting Brock and Gunther, and we're not getting Funk and Rollins. Um, I think it's still gonna be a great WrestleMania uh, and. You know, I just think we need to all chill out a little bit and see how this plays out. Um, but I don't think McIntyre. I think McIntyre starts a program with somebody soon, and we'll figure it out from there. Um, you could have Gunther and Drew one on one too, again, which would be a great match. See, I, I mean, read some somebody was like trying to guess, and, and and you know what, I I wouldn't be shocked. Somebody already brought up Sheamus. And then they have like a rematch, and it's like I could see them doing that too. But I, I, hell, I wouldn't be pissed if they did a rematch of the Triple Threat. It was—I mean, that's a, one of the best matches of the year last year. I think yeah. it might even be 
up for an award, but I know it, w- it won a couple of awards for best match of the year, at least in WWE. So yeah, it was great. Um, there's a lot of ways they can go about it. I'm interested and I'm excited because it's unlike other WrestleManias where we were all like, Oh, it's going to suck. Cause Vince doesn't, you know, Vince is stupid and he's horrible. And he doesn't know what he's doing anymore, which was the case the last day, you know, now, now that look, let's not forget. Not only is he an old disgusting pervert, he also was d- disaster of head of creative for a decade and ruined, almost ruined pro wrestling forever. I mean, correct me if no, I'm wrong. Uh, like, correct me if I'm wrong here. There was a couple like WrestleManias where I think you and I had started the show in an early stage, and Vince hadn't really booked much leading into like the last two months leading into WrestleMania. Like, we were still like, ah, oh, who the hell's who's wrestling who at this point? You know? Yeah. There was like some uncertainty involved, and Vince was just like, I don't know. He must have been distracted, to say the least, and was just throwing shit at shit at the wall. You know, with six weeks left, it wasn't a certain time. It wasn't a certain time frame. But yeah, no, you're right. It was. Uh, I think it was two years ago. Was that the one where Edge and Brian Danielson headline with Roman? <sighs> that I think. What they think that was one of them actually. So yeah, it just. I don't know. And now you have something where it's an embarrassment of wealth again, considering the roster. I mean, I was looking over the rosters, both both companies actually last week or so, two weeks, and um, and it, like, dude, just looking at that WWE roster, it's amazing what they, they have to work with. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, on the male side, but also the female side. Holy crap, is that a stacked roster? It's incredible, incredible. It's- and they're being used correctly, and they're building stars. Yeah. So it's an exciting time in WWE, um, and I. Uh, it's. I'm really looking forward to WrestleMania, despite the fact of the of the two recent, um, you know, uh, subtractions of what we're going to see for various reasons. So, all right, folks, last sign off we're going to do. I think it's the third one. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, if you're fo- please follow us if you're listening to us on Spotify. I want to thank all the new subs- the listeners on Spotify. We're back, baby, better than ever. We are the very best professional wrestling talk on the internet. We are. Hi, Spots and Cheap Pop. We're Vladdy Dottie. This is Silicon Steve Alley. Here, end it the lesson. Yeah.